0: This show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. If you go to AdamandEve.com right now and enter GLORY, the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping.
1: Hey guys, Luke here from Denmark. I was never into witchcraft myself, but I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, and these guys really believe in witchcraft and magic. Of course, it all comes from Satan. Uh, But there was this one story, I remember, we were going door knocking and we went to the house of a known Satanist. And there was all kinds of stories about this guy, like he could magic TVs into floating or turning on and off and all this kind of crazy shit. Um, And yeah, we really believed that and we were scared of this guy, and feel the aura or whatever. Uh, I guess my point is that that power alone over other people, that they're so scared of you that they come to the door shaking, uh, could be a reason on its own to, to get into witchcraft and that kind of magic Um, but yeah, it must have been pretty hilarious to see from their point of view. Anyway, glory hole, motherfuckers.
2: Hey guys, my name is Madeline. I just wanted to respond to your latest episode. Um, I used Wicca as a stopover when I left Christianity, and I thought that it worked for the same reason that I used to think that belief in Jesus and praying worked, and believed that for a couple of years, and then eventually got around to thinking about it, and realized what I probably should have a lot earlier, uh, was that... All the same problems exist with casting spells and personal energy as does with belief and fair. So I eventually came around to the idea that, you know, the only things that are are probably the things which work. Anyway, I just wanted to give my two cents. Uh, love your show. I listen to it at work, even though that's probably a bad idea. Keep up the great work and loyal.
4: From Glory Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news makes it big or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at this is episode 445 of Cognitive Dissonance. And I have to, I have to say, Cecil. I have to eat my words a little bit yeah. on this show. Yeah, Cat Care on our episode a couple episodes ago, she said, you know, she was praying for rain to hit the wild, and rain hit the wildfires. Rain, it so did it come from it the did East not Coast? Though? Travel from the winter storm two thousand miles from nearly Tennessee. It was a totally different storm that just happened and may have happened, in fact, because of the unique weather system brought upon by the incredible amount or, of smoke or praying. Yeah, it or could praying. have been that. It's
0: one of the other guys. We or, can't know.
4: So, you know, maybe I'll hold on to eating my words <laughs> until <laughs> we can <laughs> check in with science. Yeah, verify that. Later on in the show, mm-hmm. gl- we're going to have
0: some uh, some vulgarity for charity.
4: Yeah. Can Our, we just talk about yeah. how incredible that event was? Absolutely. And how, like, I, I, I know you want to as well, but like. I got to say, like, I, I can't even tell you how blown away I was to just be a part of something like this. Yeah. And to have and I, and I know that sounds schmaltzy, but I just I really mean it. Like, I felt so incredibly, incredibly proud of you guys. And I felt so proud to be a part of something that's done this much good. And I was thinking about, you know, the Vulgarity for Charity event raised one hundred and twenty two thousand six hundred and change dollars um, in total between us and scathing. Um, and, and really you guys, the listeners and anonymous donors and just the tremendous amount of support and charity that you guys, you know, showed. I was looking at Modest Needs and so many of those people need $500 or less. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's hundreds, hundreds of people whose problems got solved. Yeah. You know, they were, in a, they were in a tough fucking spot. And then they woke up and their problem was solved. That problem, that day was solved hundreds of people, scores of people, Cecil. I have never felt better about anything that I've ever worked on.
0: I I will minimize our role, at least my role. I mean, I, I feel like the people who did, you guys did all the heavy lifting on this. I just wrote jokes. Like you guys did all the heavy lifting. You were the one who took your check. And a lot of people, I I, I read some of these emails. These are from people who do not have a lot of means. Like right. these are people giving who do not have a lot of means. These are not, you know, it's not like we happen to have a few, you know, multi-millionaires who chipped in a bunch of money and, th- and that was it. We have a lot of people who are working class people who work part-time jobs, don't have a lot of money, but thought, you know what? This is a good enough cause to give to modest needs, yeah. to give to somebody who needs right now, who couldn't fall into poverty. I have a job. I can give a little something to them. And, and you know, my hat's off to you. I just wrote some dick jokes, man. That's all I did. I wrote some jokes. I roasted some people. But you guys did all the work. So thank you so much. For being so charitable.
5: You're all sick! Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay.
6: Oh my god, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard.
4: Everybody, everybody dance now. I want to talk about this story from Right Wing Watch. This is Dave coach. Doc da coach. Not a coach. Dobbin Meyer. Ugly women become lesbians because no man would ever love them. Hmm. Uh, Cecil, would you do me a favor and Google Portia de Rossi for me real quick? (laughs) Uh, What about the chick from Juno? Well, isn't that, isn't that, isn't the, uh, yeah, right? Isn't Isn't she a lesbian? I thought she came out as a lesbian. What about, what about the, isn't like Natalie Portman a lesbian? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either. Yeah. I feel like maybe I read that somewhere once. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I know that there's plenty of lesbians. That plenty of men would love. I've yeah. seen some of the women just regular men love. <laughs> That's
5: so mean. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, here's Dave. I- I'm convinced of this, folks. So you look around. I-, I had to go to Walmart yesterday. Then I went to uh, uh, Rural King. I like Rural King. They give you free. Oh
4: my God! He's just going to tell us the errands that he ran. Rural
5: King. Rural King.
4: I I went to a Rural King when I was what? stuck in the bottom, like at the ass of Illinois. Um, I needed some zip ties in kind of an emergency situation. Don't ask a lot of questions. I went to a place called Rural King. It's like Big R or like uh, Farm and Fleet. It's like the same thing. Are you fucking kidding me? It's the same thing. Rural Rural King. King. Yeah. I went in, a tooth fell out as soon as I walked in the door. I was going to say,
0: what what makes you a king when you're rural? You have two teeth instead of one? (laughs) Like, what is that?
5: Went to Rural King yesterday. And I was just looking around. Do you know this? Michelle said, Don't say this. I love you, honey. I'm gonna we'll say it anyway. He's recording
0: from his basement. That's why he looked up and oh. said that. That's his wife. He said that to the ceiling. Guys, he just said, I love you, honey. And he looked straight up. It's because he fucking basically is recording in Glory Hole Studios 1.0.
4: <laughs> Maybe Michelle Obama is his guy. Oh, that could be. Too- <laughs> he's looking up at her. I love you, Michelle. I do. I love you like fucking George W. loves you. <laughs>
5: A lot of unattractive people
4: in the world like yeah. you yeah man there
0: are <laughs> there absolutely are i'm looking at one right now i i this is a pot kettle, if it there was a pot kettle it moment. it absolutely is it absolutely is i love it when people that are like hideous to look at they're <laughs> gonna be like man there's a lot of ugly folk you're ugly
4: yeah. uh yeah Um, gonna go ahead and buy you a mirror <laughs> then we're gonna a mirror, he would peck it to death. I was gonna say he's like a fucking parakeet going crazy yeah. <laughs> like this. Over, over, extremely overweight. Just just not very attractive. Look at the people that are in his feet right
0: know, now. I know. Alphabet Man. Look at these, alf- these people, they're spilling over their webcams
4: right now. <laughs> these are even, like they can't even find a webcam wide angle enough to fit them in it. This is these are these are people for whom a fisheye lens is just a lens. Yeah. Like <laughs>
5: And David I don't wonder if some some of this especially in women some of this homosexuality stuff is going on So I, some of the some of them the how, how do I say this in the right
0: I can't here's, wait for this Here's the thing chances are you're not going to say it in the right way.
4: At all. I gotta <laughs> make a sure. reason
0: to... why this is on right wing. Now,
4: when you're saying something hate filled and misogynist, it's important that you choose your words carefully. <laughs> that way you... I would not want
5: to be misunderstood. Convince people of your position. This is going to be amazing. Ugly folk. Some of the w- women that I see fighting for women's rights would have a hard time finding a man. Does that make sense? Does anybody understand what I'm saying here? Did you yell at me, Michelle? Coach. Oh, was that Michelle? I don't know what <laughs> happened there. Maybe I'm that? not even wrong Coach,
4: <laughs> What are you talking about? Can we just like so the the assertion here is that like women who cannot find a man, like they can find a woman though, like they can find like women are like, you know, it's really hard to find a guy who's gonna fuck me. I'll look for a woman to fuck me, because that's a less discerning gender.
5: <laughs> like, are <laughs> stepping on the, Um, yes, yeah, Joe.
2: I think if they can't find a man, I think there are no men to find.
4: Oh, Joe. Well, that's Whoa. <laughs> what I did is I reversed the syntax of your sentence in order to sort of double reverse the meaning in a way that is Yoda like and, and <laughs> blow your mind. There are no real men out there. Also scotsmen If anyone's looking for a Scotsman,
5: that's a, that's a whole nother issue as well. A whole another issue as well. And so I, I look at our, in our sex starved culture and our sex starved, uh, the nation in which we live. But
4: real quick, do we have a sex-starved nation and culture? Because I thought, like, from this guy's own assertions, like, we're a sexually deranged. He's from other videos. Like, we're a perverse, sexually deranged, sexually over-liberated culture. Yeah, exactly. It's the exact opposite of what he's saying. But now yeah. we're sex-starved. I think his wife just won't fuck him, yeah. and he's real mad about well, this. Well, it's interesting that there's—you're there.
0: It, it, you're right. It's before
4: it's, oh, that's,
0: you know, look at—look, it's basically fucking— you know, a total orgy in the world, right. and you know we need to throw throw it on the brakes. But instead, now he's saying, "Well, it's now it's sex starved, and the only way to do that is what? Turn it back to the Victorian times, like you like it to be." Is Jordan Peterson going to guest on
5: his show next? <laughs> is you sure that's not Jordan Peterson? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. The rhetoric's the same. And it would, I would understand now why an unattractive woman might be drawn to an unattractive woman. Does it feel-
0: why would they be... If they're both unattractive, why would they attract to each other? Does it doesn't make any sense. are still women. They can still get a dude. Like, like that. nobody chooses... To to go with the same sex because they can't get with somebody of the opposite sex. They choose to go with the same sex because that is how they were born. That is how they were made. That's it.
4: They don't choose that at all. In fact, that is thrust upon them. If we chose our sexual partners by the availability of actual sexual contact, all dudes would be gay. Right. You'd just be like, oh, it's easier to fuck a dude because all dudes want to fuck always. I'm going to be a gay... They're, they're, end the story, yeah, because if yeah, if that's what you wanted, but right. instead you, you 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 don't choose because it because you're attracted to what yeah, you're attracted, attracted
0: to. to, what you're right. born right. being attracted. Oh, it's to. almost like uh, it's not a choice, like exactly. And so huh. and so this idea where he's like, oh yeah, well you just you know you just fucking all these people out in the world just get to choose what they are because they want to go for the same sex. It's like no, you just don't want other people to know that you're probably bi or gay.
5: Right. That's, that's what it, it is. Uh huh. Really, both of them probably. It's hard to find a man to love them. That sounds really, I'm just, you come here, I tell you. I love too that like, that also indicts
4: men as being so shallow that the only women we will love are attractive women. As if to suggest that like, that the only thing that we find attractive in a mate is their physicality. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, I don't know. I was in love with her until she got in that car accident. Now I don't love her anymore. (laughs) Right. Because I'm the worst. Right. Right. That's who I
5: am. Right. The worst. China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very, very large brain.
4: Oh, my God. This is from Newsweek. Uh, Donald Trump on how he makes decisions. Quote, I don't think about them. Now, that's a little bit out of context. But it's not terribly out of context. Let me go ahead and read this is from his Chris Wallace interview, which is just, I mean, this Unreal. happened, Unreal. this happened. It, this is one of those moments you're like, <laughs> can I see the real one where they weren't just palling around and being goofs with yeah, each yeah, other? Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Wallace says, now when you're sitting at your desk, how do you make decisions? I mean, do you agonize over them? Do you second guess yourself? I don't think about them, Trump said. I don't think about, you know, how I make them. What I make what I consider the right decision. I have great people working at the right house. They don't get enough credit. I have some tremendously talented people, most of which I will fire. And I will <laughs> talk to them, and sometimes I'll have them go at each other. I do like that, you know. Let them what, go the, at each do they other. kill each other? Like, do they knife fight each other? He seriously... Like I do want to pause here for a second because I want to give some credit where it's due. I think it is a good idea to have a kind of thunderdome of ideas, right? I don't actually think that's a terrible idea. If you've got a complex issue and there are two sides which have like reasonable expectations to those sides to be right. I'm not talking about something like climate change, right? There's no second side to climate change. It's like, "Oh, what does the data say? Everything else doesn't sure, matter," right? Sure. But if you have something like how should we fix this seemingly intractable issue? Or what are the best solutions for healthcare? You know things like that. I think that like having people kind of thunderdome their ideas and then fighting those ideas out in a you know in a in a really adversarial way is a is actually a pretty good way to find some find the best idea. Right, the war of ideas. I, I like that. But then he's just like you know I put people in a room, I give them to fight, and then I just pick the one I like the most. That's really what he's saying. And the idea that he doesn't agonize over the decisions that he makes that affect 320 million people says he doesn't give a shit about the decisions he makes that affect 320 million people. And some of those decisions
0: affect 7 billion people. I think when, you know, when you started to say, you know, it might not be a bad thing to have sort of a thunder dome of ideas. I think in some ways I agree, but in other ways I think, well, they both have to be equal orators then like on either side, you better have rhetoricians that are equal that can it can in some way not out rhetoric the other guy. That's true. You That's know what I mean? Point. Because, yeah. because yeah. if somebody on one side, if you always pick one guy, who's always going to convince you for one side, right. He's always going to convince right. you. And they were saying there was some, there's been plenty of, of coverage of this from many other very good news sources that have been saying that he's working a three hour work day, that he's oh not, God. he's not, working long hours like burning the midnight oil in the fucking in the in the white house right i've heard he's working three hour work days he's not he's he's barely doing stuff like he's he's the other day like it's exactly the amount of stuff i want him to like i know but like he came out the other day to to of the white house the entire thing on his entire schedule for the entire day was walk out and do a a wave at the camera when they delivered the tree on
4: horse-drawn carriage. They delivered the Christmas tree. Did you see like an armistice day when he was in France and it rained and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to that thing?
0: They they had said like, there's been two sides of that. And the one side is saying, well, what the fuck, you should go there no matter what. And the other side was like, yeah, well, he couldn't get there because they didn't want to helicopter him there. Like the helicoptering was dangerous because of the rain or something like that. But there were a lot of other leaders there. And, you know, like, you just get into a car then. If they yep. can't fucking helicopter you, right. get into a car. That, if it's going to take you three hours to yes. get there, it's going to take you three hours to get there. You're the president of the United States. You know what? Like, I can't call in and miss an important meeting at my work. And I make way less and I'm way less important than right. you. You but, know what I mean? Like, it's just that when you take a job, you have responsibilities. The end. Do the responsibilities. Yeah. That's it. The thing is,
4: man, everybody else showed up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they canceled the event due to rain. Like, oh, nobody else. Like, like you said, there are other forms of fucking transportation and available. other
0: leaders showed up. Right. Other leaders showed up. So. Yeah. No, I this guy doesn't give a shit. But he caught a bunch of shit for that and, and he pushed back and said it was the Secret Service's fault. Whenever there's any pushback on this guy, fault. it's always somebody else's fault. And I feel like this is another out for him. This is another one of those ways for him to be like, well, I had idea people in here and I thought about it and whatever. And, you know, like I, I'm going to basically pick the next guy to be those, the scapegoat for me. And, you know, we're talking and we, we've had a couple of conversations about this already, and it's the qualifications for president. Yeah. We're talking about qualifications for president. This is what happens when you have an unqualified guy, yeah. a guy who doesn't know anything about anything. He can't, don't tell me he can discern a good idea from a bad idea. Cause
4: I don't think he can. Well, I want to, I want to touch on something he said that I think is, is fucking essential. What he says is I don't think about, you know, how I make them. I make what I consider the right decision. Somebody who is so uninterested in understanding his own thought process. Somebody who doesn't spend time not just asking questions about what's the right decision in this context, but how do I make good decisions? What makes a good decision? How do I, how should I arrive at my conclusions? What are the, what are the right mechanisms that I should use to know? Yeah. Right. Like those are things we should all, all of us should always be gut checking ourselves on it and more than gut checking, but like having real moments of paused consideration, like, How do I know that I'm on the right path? How do I know that my thoughts are being formed the right way? How do I know I'm asking good questions about this topic? Have I really thought this through? This is a guy who's basically said, like, I don't think about how I think. Yeah. I don't want that guy in charge. Yeah. This guy should spend all of the time, all of the time when he's not making a decision, thinking about how to make better decisions because that's his only fucking job. Yeah. So if you're a decision guy, everything rolls up. Right. So if your fucking job is to make widgets all day, then you better know how do I make the best widget? What are the processes involved to make great widgets? He isn't interested in his own mental processes. That scares the shit out of me. That's lazy. That smacks of arrogance and hubris and laziness. You know, it's what's crazy,
0: too, is even a platitude to tell a platitude to an interviewer should include the American people in that. In some way, it's I don't think about them. I just I don't think about it. You know, I just make them I make what I consider to be the right decision. Not I make what I consider to be the right decision, you know, based on what the population wants or something. You know what I mean? You can easily make easily throw a platitude in there that, that somehow mentions America.
4: Well, yeah, but let me, like, let's, let's move on to the, to the rest of the interview because it also like it doesn't make any fucking sense when you listen to this guy. He says, he asked him which decisions he found the most challenging. Trump's response is, I think we had a real decision as to which way to go for North Korea. And certainly, at least so far, I'm very happy with the way we went. And then Wallace refers, he says, even though there was talk that they were putting up new sites. And he says, maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't believe that. I don't. And you know, could be, which is, if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. You know, I go the way we have to go, but so far it's been good. We have a very good relationship. That doesn't mean anything. I want can I read it again? Yeah, sure. Please. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't believe that. I don't. And you know, could be, which is if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. You know, I go the way we have to go, but so far it's been good. We have a very good relationship. The man's a fucking imbecile. Yeah, that's the that's don't, the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone ever say. That's he's basically said. He answered the question about North Korea with it is what it is, and you know what's crazy is they the I don't know if it's the Post or
0: the Times did a did research on this and found that they are building new sites. Oh, there's no they question. They closed about down it. a couple of sites. Yeah. They did sort of did a like a you know hey a we're going to close these yeah. show showcase close a couple of these, yeah. but they they built a bunch. And the reason why they're building them, and I from what I hear, from what I thought, I think I read they're being open about it because. The document that they, that we signed with them was so vague on both sides, both sides think that they're they're winning. Basically, North Korea doesn't think that what North Korea thinks is going to happen is, is that they can continue doing whatever they want. We'll back up everything that we're doing against them, all the sanctions, all the stuff. Right. And then they'll start to denuclearize. And we think... It's the exact opposite, but there's no time frame in the document, and there's no way there's no order of operations it. Yeah. in it, and right. so though it's it's written in such a sloppy, messy way, so that both sides think they won, and nothing is going to happen. Basically, well, on you it. know, I mean, and yeah. the people, the North, the, the the New York Times people, went to the CIA and the other intelligence agencies and said, "Look, we know that they're building these things," and the CIA has said, "Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. we know." And he's saying, maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't believe that. That's his intelligence agency that has told him yeah, but he doesn't as listen much. To
4: but like, he also said he doesn't believe that the Saudis are responsible for the death of, of Khashoggi. He said, I don't think that. And then they said like, but your fucking intelligence agency, your intelligence agency, come out and said that the Saudis were responsible for ordering the killing of that journalist. And he says, yeah, but I don't believe it because I talked to the Saudi prince and he's a real believable guy. This is the one thing he's that, a, He's a nobody can get yeah. sold more than a salesman. Yeah, right. Nobody is an easier sell than a salesman. This guy gets fucking sold every guy every he time, talks. Everybody to. Everybody he talks to. You know, it's interesting
0: that Khashoggi thing could be the one thing that really turns the Republicans against him. There's a lot of Republican pushback about against this. Is really there is they did they, they I'm are kind of surprised they're, by they're, that. They're they're um. They're basically saying, look, I never thought I would ever see a, pre- a sitting president be such a spokesperson for Saudi Arabia. I never thought I would see that. Yeah, not and, out loud. Not out loud. We've always done we've it really always done it Right. It's true. Yeah, and it's right. funny because even there's some Republicans who are apologizing for it and basically saying, look, it's either going to be Iran or Saudi Arabia over there that's going to be swinging the big dick. So we've got to make sure we pick
4: one of them. And you're like, well, do we? Well, you know, here, here's where I would respect that if we said it. If we said what was true, right, which is, look, Saudi Arabia is a power player in the Mideast. We think that we have some influence and we have some control over there. We want to make sure that we keep Saudi Arabia, that the guys in Saudi Arabia that are in charge, keep it stable enough for us to not destabilize an area that we're worried about. Right. We think it's in our own selfish best interest to allow the atrocities and the human rights violations to continue in Saudi Arabia because to do otherwise might create a power vacuum. Blah, blah, blah. We were honest about it. If we said it out loud, look, we know they're assholes. They're garbage. We know it, but we need them on our side. We have to be allied with evil in order for us to get what we want in that region. We want oil. We would fucking say it.
0: We're coming up on uh, Christmas time, Tom, Adam and Eve. They have your jingle balls. They're ready to go. <laughs> they also have a sex swing.
4: That's good because that I have... You put in the sleigh. I have antler-shaped dildos at home. <laughs> I have antler-shaped balls. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, you need a doctor. That's not... <laughs> I don't feel I like... Got, I got a tag and an MD oh, here. Geez, yeah, no, that's, that's really bad. A little, aggressive. Yeah. But, a little uh, aggressive.
0: But right now, adamandeve.com, you go use Gloria checkout. You can get 50% off almost any item a free sex wing and free shipping. All you have to do is enter Gloria at checkout, and you can get all of those things from AdamandEve.com, a great sponsor of the show who sells stuff to
4: fuck with. Yeah, right. I feel like that's exactly the right sponsor for this particular Absolutely. program. You know, it, it's. It, can you imagine the joyful look on that special someone's face when they open up their stocking and in it is a surprise that vibrates? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why is... Why is my stocking happy to see me? And there's a possibility you could even strap that stocking on.
2: Later.
4: <laughs> you have options. <laughs> you have options. You have
0: so many and options. You could move that stocking up. I just you could, you, There's a lot of different things you could do at adamandeed.com. So check it out, adamandeed.com. Use Gloria at checkout. You'll get a free sex swing, free shipping, and 50% off almost any item.
4: This stories from Right Wing Watch. This is Mark Taylor. This is the firefighter prophet. Uh, he should have... But not in California. Eric Holder is posting mind control codes on Twitter. Oh, Eric, so, Eric Holder is doing. That. Eric Holder's back. Oh, okay, uh, remember right. former Attorney General Eric I do, Holder. I do. I just, yeah. I'm was,
0: I was just interested to see that that he's doing stuff.
4: Yeah, huh. I think everybody is
0: mind control codes on Twitter.
4: There's codes. So but what is up up? Yeah, down down. 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 Then yeah. they get
0: you thirty. That'll get you
4: thirty minds. Thirty minds <laughs> get controlled
0: with the Namco code. All right, here we go. This is Eric Holder. Oh, this is an Eric Holder. This is Mark Taylor.
2: Talk about the Eric Holder thing. What what did, what was your thing about uh, seeing Eric Holder on some on some in front of JFK picture? Right. He 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 changed his Twitter background uh, to you see him standing there with his arms crossed in front of JFK's uh, gravesite. And he's got his hands together with his two fingers like he's given a code. His
0: hands together with his two fingers. Can you call it up?
2: Yeah, let's take can a look. Can you call at it up? It. So let's, can, see,
0: let's
4: see can, his finger code. We can describe it to people. Is he throwing the shocker? You think maybe maybe it's just throwing out the shocker, a little like, "Hey, wifey." <laughs> is that him? Is that the picture I'm supposed to be worried about? Is it, is they
0: talking about? The, is that the JFK monument? Yeah, I think that's the. Is picture. Is that like the eternal flame that they? Yeah, have? Yeah, that's for, the
4: picture. So wait a minute, what's he doing with his hands? I'm supposed to be worried, about he's got his hand, one hand clasped over the other hand. What is he doing with his hands? Suddenly, those are just hands. His hands are just. What handed.
2: are
0: you saying, Tom? I do not understand what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, no, you've
4: been taken over by the mind control. I I am also taken (laughs) over by Eric Holder controls me. Eric
0: Holder wants you to have a wonderful Thanksgiving (laughs) and thank you. That's the tweet, the top tweet, by the way. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and thank you. All right, let's listen to more. That's Okay, so the audience, he's standing in front of the eternal flame of JFK. Hands are, you would have thought that would burned out a long time ago. Right? <laughs> but anyway, um, hands just clasped, yeah, clasped respectfully one over the one other, like, the other. Like Just the one might do, in contemplatively, a solemn like solemnly looking over an eternal flame, right? All right, so I'm curious now what he's gonna say. And
2: so, you know, people aren't stupid now. No, wait, know, wait, do you are, think stop for a minute.
4: but they were before, yeah.
2: <laughs> do you think this, he's given the order to have the same thing to happen to Donald Trump that happened to JFK? Is that what you're? That's Surmising a, or what not it's not looking good, so let's put it that way. It- he thinks that Eric Holder, standing okay, Eric
4: Holder. at the Eternal okay, Flame okay, sure. with his hands mm-hmm. clasped yep. together yeah. respectfully, yeah. is giving a secret signal on Twitter. Why would you do anything secret on Twitter? Also, Why would you do it? that? What's the, also, like
0: Eric Holder gives that to like Eric Holder, guy who's been out of government now for a while. He's gonna be the one who gives that. That si- signal to whom?
4: I why would you send a secret anything but on a to, public forum? But who, who
0: does it then? Is it is there like one I don't know. Oswald just, out there that who's was like really good with a bolt action you know, rifle I gotta, I gotta. who has a library card and can <laughs> get into
1: the right place? I hope there isn't.
2: It looks like there is something being given off in the spirit by what him what he's doing. These guys have code words, they have symbolisms. I mean, they don't have to say come out right out and say something to activate these people. That's what people don't understand. I've I've been activate people.
4: We're all activated anyway. Wake up this morning, drink a cup of coffee, wait (laughs) thirty minutes. I'm active as hell.
0: You're going, Dad, are you activated? <gasps> Dad's not activated anymore. Dad's been
4: deactivated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only forty. I wake up. I'm still activated. It's fine. It's mostly pee though. Mm. <laughs> I've
2: been saying this for a long time is that, look, all you got to do is somebody who's under mind control or like these these active shooters. Uh, this I, I prophesied that about the um the pulse nightclub shooting. It, was, it wasn't coincidence that you had the Bilderbergs meeting the same week that that Pulse nightclub shooting went down it's not no, why, why would that not be I would
4: imagine it's exactly coincidence Hey see so you want to have a meeting yeah. or do we have to make sure there's a mass shooting in order for us to have you know, our meeting okay and maybe we'll have our
0: meeting and then a mass shooting will happen afterwards and you'll be like
4: god damn it oh like, fuck I should have been at that nightclub I no mean- wait <laughs> that's not what I meant
2: <laughs> it is because they're sending this stuff out. They're into the highest forms of witchcraft on Earth. So it's, all the stuff gets activated in this Instagram what's, witches. What's
0: the lowest form? That's Instagram. Instagram. That's Instagram. Yeah. That's the <laughs> lowest form. The highest form is that's some David I Eich guess level it's Twitter. Shit. Twitter. Yeah, I
5: guess the you highest. Right? You're right. The highest is form Twitter is Twitter witches.
0: Twi- Twitches.
2: <laughs> it's a different video platform. games. <laughs> it's a different platform. I've done active shooter response training. Through, uh, with Leos and fire service, uh, uh, and, you know, law, law enforcement officers with
0: Leos and Aquariuses, Pisces, and Pisces and Cancers,
2: of officers. So I mean, we've we've done all this, and we, I, you hear the stories, you see what's going on with these active shooters, what's going on in their mind. This this is total demonic. I mean, what's funny is like
0: some of the active shooters you never get to know. Yeah, like the guy in we Vegas, we never get to know what happened in the Vegas guy. Yeah. Don't don't get to know. We get to make a whole bunch of shitty speculation after the fact, but it's we true. don't get to know. Right.
4: Well, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like, yeah, a lot of these guys we do know. And a lot of the recent ones, it's been fucking racism inspired, racism and misogyny inspired. It's like, yeah, we do know like what inspires those incels to fucking shoot places up. And we do know what inspired, you know, the Pulse nightclub shooting. And we do know what inspired the San Bernardino shootings. And we do know what inspired a lot of these shootings. Charlottesville driver who killed that person. Yeah. And
2: and it's it's, racism. it's,
4: It's, it's racism and misogyny.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could go into a story right now with one, but I'm not going to do it. We don't have time. But I mean, uh, these guys are totally demonic when it comes to this stuff. So they're using the mind control. They're using these activation codes uh, to activate these guys, uh, the, like the red line. He, he, he And then Rachel Maddow, Maddow, whatever her name is, uh, she repeats this thing. And now you've got all these protests going on across, uh, supposedly trying to get across the country.
0: That the- What What does that even mean? So help, I will translate this for you. Help me. Um, Recently... Uh, when Donald Trump fired Jeff Sessions. Yeah. MoveOn.org for, since the president took office, well, actually since the Mueller probe started, MoveOn.org has had a page, and that page has said, no, do not let Donald cross the red line. Because Donald had used that rhetoric before. Right. Yeah, if you yeah. cross it, you're crossing a mm-hmm. red line. So they used that own rhetoric back, and they said, do not let him cross a red line. And the red line was, if he tries to fire Mueller. Well, when he fired sessions, mm-hmm. they decided that this was enough for them to basically say have, that's a red line. have the red line. And what the what, what this is is this page just basically says, here's where all of the protests will take place if he fires Mueller. And it basically anybody who wants can sign up to organize one of these protests all across the country and they basically just were an organizing feature for these protests. He fired Sessions, the next day mm-hmm. there was a protest in Chicago. I marched in that protest. It was in uh was it it was after work on like a Wednesday or something like that and it was uh, in the Daily Center, we marched from the Daily Center to the Trump Plaza, and it started in the Daily Center. Durbin spoke there, and a couple other people, and then afterwards we marched down the street. But it was all organized mm-hmm. through MoveOn.org Quick because question. they had that specific. How many? How much looting did you do? Oh gosh, you should have saw we just. How much? Walked like, did down you? the street? How many cars did you flip? And burn? I will say, I was actually a little nervous, uh, and I was looking backwards a bunch because I was afraid someone would drive a car through it. Like, I was sure. Like, yeah, there was my going concern. through my brain yeah. was like, oh, maybe there'll be a car that that drives through it. You know, like maybe that. So I, I constantly, I was my head was on a swivel for sure. sure. I was paying yeah. attention. That's I was not, like, that's not a
4: dumb thing. To I think. was like, oh, you know what?
0: I'm, maybe there'll be a car that drives yeah. through here. So I, but we walked. We walked the whole thing. Everybody was super peaceful. Cops were awesome. You know, the cops, this is a, it's a democratic city. And right. so people don't flip out, man. There's no, but there's nobody there to, there's no counter protesters. There was no, there was a group of people that were anarchists that were there who were okay. trying to say like, we need to basically topple the government, but they didn't have any pull. Everybody was just kind of like, shut up, like, right, going out. Right here. Down. but nobody, there was no fighting or anything. So that was it. But it was a, but it was. How
4: demonic did that seem? It's It's not a curiosity.
0: It's not not like I watched Rachel Maddow and was like, oh, Rachel said red line was crossed, must go March tomorrow. Instead, I was like, I was on Reddit actually. And they had said they'd posted a bunch of these things. And I was like, oh, cool. There's going to be a protest tomorrow. I said to my wife and she said. Let's do it. And I was like, cool. And then we did. And that was the the extent oh, of it. But, okay. Did but only because Soros she Soros mind check? controls me. That's basically. <laughs> That's the not reason. your mind. <laughs> yeah. I think it was funny because there was a bunch of signs there that people had. Uh-huh. And a couple of them looked really nice. And I kept on nudging her and being like, look at that Soros sign. Like, look at that fucking Soros sign. That was not made in the basement with love. That sign. <laughs> that sign was made by Soros. My favorite. My favorite sign, though, had a picture of Marsha Brady on it. <gasps> And it said Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was absolutely amazing. That that's one was terrific. my favorite. There was a couple that were really good, some really funny ones. I took a bunch of pictures of the, my favorites, but um, but yeah, that's that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the when he's talking about the red line. He's talking about you know he's thinking that's a code word. Right. All it was
4: was just a organizing
0: feature, but like it's a so, hashtag. Yeah,
4: these guys are like these are guys who like they can't they can't conceive of a world where somebody's like, well, that's a good idea. I like that idea, so I'm going to go ahead and, yeah, and I'm going to do that too. What they have to think in order for their world to work is like, yeah, no. nobody thinks nobody differently thinks than differently. me. That's in yeah. their right mind. Yeah. So anyone who thinks differently than me is controlled by actual demons, yeah. or by Eric Holder, yeah, who might he, be it, an actual demon. Yeah, I think he's saying like Eric Holder activates oh, these wick, mind controlled people, guy. and it's witchcraft, and the demons are you in there. Look back. Or roll
0: back, roll back to the Tea Party protests. Because those were those were yeah. a, there were a lot of Tea Party protests all over the nation. No, yeah. I never once thought those people are being mind controlled. I might have I can. might have thought, I might have thought, wow, that seems like a dumb thing to protest.
4: Like Yeah. Well, it also didn't seem like a cohesive protest. It's a, it, it, it was always like, here's some things we're mad about. Yeah. It was like a real mushy yeah. conglomerate of anger. But it
0: didn't seem like because you know what they were saying is. You know, they they were they were trying with in every way that they could to say we are protesting the president without actually protesting the president. Right. Right. They did everything they could.
4: Oh, like hanging him in effigy and putting pictures of him up as a
0: and burning him. Yeah, Yeah. they did that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Making him look like a fucking orangutan. Yeah. Yeah. But they did it. They, they also, though, when you talk to like the people who were organizing it, they would never, like very rarely would they come out and be like, well, we're just protesting Obama. They, because there really wasn't anything that he was doing that was, you know, the people were like, you know, you could disagree with his policies, but you know, what, right. w- you know, what's the big deal here? We're protesting a person who's, you know, literally in bed with other governments doing, you know, shady shit constantly trying to and he's getting away with all kinds of horrible stuff. And and we're just like past. I mean, there's right. there's so many scandals. Tom, we forget the scandals. We're we're scan, we're basically scandal exhausted. Like yeah. We we're just at this point we can't even remember them all. But but that's we, the demons. The demons work up your memory. Yeah, that's the problem. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, like I just I, I I don't I look when I roll back and I think about those those moments. I think you know I I never once thought those people were were being controlled by an outside force. I thought the the protests themselves were dumb. But their response to this is that it's unnatural to to be to disagree. It's unnatural to disagree with something that clearly
4: is right because they start off from a vantage point of we have the only correct world. Yeah, it's the only correct one. It's time to bring back on the man of the hour, long journey to get out of a chair, Heath Enright and his two normal by comparison hosts. Hey, hey,
3: Tom, some of (laughs) us
4: don't just jump out of a chair, okay? They make a spreadsheet and they use it
3: mathematically as is proper. They quiz themselves twice to make sure they spelled mathematically correctly and they died alone.
4: They died (laughs)
5: alone.
3: (laughs) Oh. All
4: right, well, while this is our final official segment. (laughs) If you guys don't hear your roast, don't worry. All right. We've divided you up over the next several weeks. You'll be able to hear your roast either here or over on Scathing Atheist. And when they're all done, donors can expect a compiled file in your inbox as soon as we can, you know, put it all together. So with that out of the way, Patrick gave us $800 to roast him. So gentlemen, let's get to it. Okay. Well, first
1: of all, it's apparently Arthur slash Patrick, and he needs to pick a name. That's what it says. Um, That's ridiculous And then he needs to never wear that Hawaiian shirt again Because he's a goddamn grown up And then he needs to consider Shaving his beard into a shape with Y axis symmetry That's important for beard It's ridiculous The left side looks like he got photoshopped in by Muhammad Ali having trouble The mask looks like he went to the barber And asked for the stroke victim
4: And that's what he got (laughs) Patrick in your picture you uh, I think you're shown actual size in the photo provided let me tell you something buddy uh that dick is not one you send a pic of not <laughs> quick question though how did you get such a clear photo through that microscope lens. That's well done. (laughs) It's
6: it's amazing what they can do with digital cameras. Now, yeah, it looks like the Lollipop Guild spun off a boy band. (laughs) Your beard looks like when a quarterback gets fucking smeared from the blind side and then
0: they stand up after they get smelling salted awake and their helmet (laughs) is on sideways and their chin strap is on one cheek. It looks like
3: that only not as intentional. (laughs) Patrick looks like he greets the people who visit his home in a sex swing. (laughs) Patrick's the only guy who could creep everybody out at an orgy by offering past hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. Sounds nice.
4: All right, next up we have Ryan. Ryan gave us $500 to roast his army buddies. So let's make like post-traumatic stress disorder and tear these guys apart. Oh,
3: All geez, right. Jesus. Uh Nick looks like he watches American History X backwards so he can enjoy the story. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nick, you look like an ostrich oh. that joined the military to get out of prison. Oh. also, <laughs> if you don't like these roasts, I'm Heath. That's the one I am. I'm Heath oh, <laughs> right. Okay, that's, that's, ever that's come fun. to a show. The, the curbing uh, thing backwards. The tall though? One.
1: That would be <laughs> crazy looking. <laughs> yeah, the dentist. Dentist. Oh, that's exactly. Suddenly. Yeah. That's a straight dentist. <laughs>
0: Austin looks like the kind of guy that can't stop sending Liz Crokin selfies of you in your dad's
4: sunglasses and FedExing her extra finger. <laughs> All right, Michael, you look like you are in the army. You know, I mean, I, I mean that you have that, like too dumb to find a job. You can't be fired from kind of oh, look. That, like, we're not gay, but let's take our shirts off and wrestle and then shower together. Kind of look, you know, that like, Brothers in arms, tips touching kind of look. The one that only the real heroes who volunteer thinking they're going to be the Avengers or some shit, but most heroic act will typically include maybe, you know, not having air conditioning for a while at your desk job. But, you know, you'll tell everyone you personally found bin Laden kind
1: of look. All right. uh, Jason looks like a model for, you know, sensible. Neo-Nazi menswear. Very sensible version of that. You should call him Calvin Klan from now on. <laughs> Calvin Klan uh, is
5: amazing. Jason,
6: Jason puts the Lacoste in Holocaust. He is rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I drew uh, Ryan himself, who gave us three bullet points in his bio. His first was his job, and the other two were, quote, PC gamer and failed podcaster. <laughs> So the most significant things he can think of about himself <laughs> are what he does during the Pornhub refractory period <laughs> and failing at something Tom oh, can do. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I can't cook you a steak that's already burnt. I, there's not a thing. Adding more heat doesn't.
4: Uh. All right, Heath, buddy. This one is uh, this one's just for you. Joel gave us $500 to roast him. So make it a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, Joel. Wow, okay, Joel looks like he's somebody's
1: bitch Even though he's not in jail he Just He's definitely somebody's bitch <laughs> okay, <anyway. laughs> He looks like Simon Pegg's cuck double Like, like if Simon <laughs> Pegg had to watch his wife Get fucked by another guy in a movie And he didn't feel like it Joel would get permission to let go of his Guardian's inside out pocket And then go on set to jump <laughs> in for Simon Pegg. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold it if you're the bitch. They, then you, they know you're right there.
4: <laughs> uh, Cecil, James would like you to roast the white scarves of Tremaris. I what is? It? I don't even know what that means. You, you shouldn't. Why you know <laughs> <laughs> would you know what that means? I, There's literally no
0: reason to you know, if I know what, what that means. do pronounce that right? White scarves. I guess is it scarves is plural, so okay. I would say scarves. <laughs> White Scarves to Trimeris, you suck so bad we had to send a fucking bronze ring down there to win your crown. You joined a dork organization filled with unathletic twats and you still get picked last for melee. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> All
4: right, I'll take this next one. Uh, Molly requested a roast for her ex and she requested me, which is odd because that's usually in the reverse order. That
0: joke doesn't make any sense, Tom. Sorry, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't don't blame me. Eli
4: wrote it. I didn't get it
3: either. Come on, we fuck bad. Blah, blah, blah. Penis small. Parasocial content. Compare him to a thing that's bad, Tom. Say (laughs) long words now.
6: (laughs) Maybe next year we just pass off that. like Eli doesn't have to write all this stuff. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Unless, unless they're about Heath. I'm fat. What's happening right
4: now? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't have to read all this. Damn it. You're in my (laughs) dream. All right, well, I guess it's, I guess I got to do it now. So I'm going to go ahead and roast Molly's ex. really doesn't have a name or get a name, but does appear to have alopecia and some kind of mucus secreting facial disorder. So here it goes. Uh, everyone breaks up, man happens to everyone at some point, but almost never do the people we break up with decide that the best way to conclude that breakup is to put thousands of physical miles of distance between you. So like, if that happens to you, if your ex says, you know, I find you so repellent and loathsome that the only way I can tolerate still living on this earth with you in it is to put geographical barriers of magnitude between us. (laughs) Maybe you should use that as a moment of sober self-reflection and just acknowledge that no matter how you think this all went down, the problem was, is, and always will be you. That felt good. That felt really good. All right, Noah, Alex gave us $300 and requested that you roast his grandma. Jesus.
6: This is the meanest thing we do.
4: Jesus, man. Oh,
6: no, his grandma is a total cunt. Okay, so. <laughs> no, he, he didn't say what her job was. You call he, these the sugar cookies, look you <laughs> No, like you look at this woman's picture and you can tell that she has one of them jobs where she's bitchy to people who have been standing in a long line to do something they didn't want to do in the first place, okay? Yeah, you can also tell if you don't stir her face a little more, the pancakes are going to come out lumpy. Alex's grandma, Alex will never tell you this because he wants some of your money when you die and you're too horrible of a bitch to talk to for very long, but you look like Coato's concubine.
4: (laughs) All right, Eli. Penina needs a rose for her rabbi, and uh, if I do it, I don't get to be head of the women's march anymore. So this one's all you, buddy.
3: Uh, Okay, uh,
4: rabbi, Bubula, your photo looks like you just sat on a
3: kreplach. You look like when rabbi says, next year in Israel, he's hoping you weren't listening. You look like you heard insurance sales were hard, so you went with old school wizard demon instead. (laughs) It's just for the Jews. They're loving that. All right. Uh, Noah, Cecil, we got a special selection for you. Quite a few folks would like cats in their lives roasted. And you know what they say? You can only roast what you love. That's true. I love turkey. Okay. So (laughs) So let's begin with Aaron's cat. Cecil, this one's for you. Okay. So what's hilarious is Aaron's has a a Siamese
0: cat named Puck. I have a Siamese cat named Puck as well. (laughs) Siamese owners evidently, we're not very fucking original when it comes to (laughs) names. Puck, you look like someone just woke you up as you were tongue bashing your fart (laughs) hole. (laughs) All right. Specific.
6: Uh, Noah, how about a roast for Amy's cat? Okay, Meowbus. what's with this trying to squirt out the door and making Amy late for fucking work? What are you going to do out there? you going to audition for The Voice? Trust me. Fucking okay. no other cat wants to fuck you. Okay? You're going to catch a bird? Dude, you're so clumsy. You couldn't catch a bird if you were working fry side at KFC. Go back in and cuddle up and sleep. Ugh. All right,
3: that roast was... Perfect. Oh, <laughs> Thank oh God, you. No. All right. Shit Cecil, is your that turn. My Oof. turn to do There we that? go. Yep. Cecil, uh, Jim's cat ninja needs okay. a
0: roasting. Great, great. A, f- a black, featureless cat. <laughs> they great. all look okay. the same, don't they? Okay. Hey,
3: ninja, <laughs> don't worry. Your vote won't count in Georgia either. So. <laughs> 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 all right. And finally, Noah, this one's a big one. Zach gave us
6: $200 to roast his roommate's cat. Okay, I got to admit the last one was tough because Meowbus was fucking adorable, but this piece of shit cat here, this looks like Steve Buscemi's familiar. (laughs) It looks like you can't tell where Keisha ends and the hairball begins until she's done.
4: All right, I'm glad that's the last of my allergies. We're acting up just from the segment alone, so we gotta move on.
3: <laughs> hey, Tom, be nice. That's the most pussy heat's gotten in oh. months.
4: Okay, okay,
5: I
1: can easily write the setup lines instead of Eli. That's so like, and that way, actually, I won't have to go back through and make them readable and correspond to the correct people, so it's meaningful what we do for this charity that we're doing. Somehow, his cut and paste function adds spelling errors that weren't there. It's <laughs> not even yes. true. <laughs> Fucking win win.
3: Jesus, Heath, <laughs> Heath! Nobody sees the spelling errors but what? you. If they're
6: underlined in red. We all see. Yeah, you them. want
4: to throw up MIGTorp as a stage direction? That's. Yeah. <laughs> and did you MIGTorp? I did not. Exactly, Maybe I did. Sean, Sean. I'm not sure if I us, did.
3: Moving on, Sean <laughs> gave us two hundred dollars for us to roast him, his girlfriend Victoria, and their dog Henry. Heath, go for it. Okay. But,
1: well fuck all of you it's a picture of these <laughs> beautiful people and then a beautiful dog and then the fucking beautiful people again at Versailles together being all goddamn happy and then it says by the way Sean has someone to go to Paris with right after oh, that I'm <laughs> pretty sure Eli wrote that in whatever I wrote doesn't that. matter Sean fuck you that. maybe I'll just write <laughs> the stuff from now on and honestly they look genuinely happy so I mean at least we know they're liars there's that <laughs> <laughs> There's no way two people actually enjoy each other's company like that unless they're hunting human beings and then eating their prey together. There's no other way they're that happy. Also, Sean's face looks like he got conceived when his mom was at a conference for Batman villains.
4: He's like like Scarecrow, Penguin, and the Joker just melted their fucking faces together. (laughs) All right, Noah, this one is for you. Shelly, gave us $250 to roast Coach Seating, And nobody hates all things airplane more than you, so get after it.
6: Yeah, okay, All right. I think I can do that A proposition so miserable that people have literally said Nah, I'll just drive through Nebraska (laughs) Rather than suffer through that medieval torture Oh, I'm sorry, what's that? Six Cheez-Its and a fucking Dixie cup of flat coke? Is that supposed to make me forget I'm a human Tetris Piece aboard the flying Amistad? Oh no, but thanks for the extra room Leg room upgrade Now I have a place to put most of my knee (laughs) Fuck
4: you, the air <laughs> All right, Cecil, buddy, got another special order for you. Anthony would like you to make fun of left-handed fencers and fencing refs. Why, what is happening? The to left-handed ones? What's going on? Some would say That's those great.
0: left-handed fencers are sinister. Huh? Heraldry drills, <laughs> Crushing it, guys. Cru- oh, you guys didn't get it. Anyway. See, see. Hey, fencing refs. How, would, how do you like being basically replaced by a machine? I'm talking about your wife, Symbian, by the way.
5: That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about.
6: <laughs>
0: Okay, Tom, this one's for you. Tim would like a roast of his old CIO.
4: Okay, that's going to be tough. I don't know much about technology, Tim, but all right, I know this much is true. Your CIO CIO looks like a guy with a flash drive full of child porn, password protected with the phrase password. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) this is what happens when that guy from college who took five and a half years to get a pity degree from a shitty state university that mostly just got tired of his backward baseball cap at him out rather than watch its date rape statistics climbs, becomes accidentally <laughs> employed. But don't worry, because just like in bed, he won't last long here either.
0: <laughs> Eli, uh, Coyote 26 would like you to roast people who try to seduce everyone in D&D. And since that's a combination of trying to
3: fuck stuff you shouldn't and D&D, I thought this would be perfect for you. Okay, Cecil, you're right, but it stinks. Just so you know. Uh, Hey, uh, D and D players who try to seduce everything, sexual roleplay is down the hall, and for money, I am always aware of that pause while you wait to see if I'm going to recite a literotica script with you when you roll a D twenty on a charisma check. I'm not, champ. I'm not. You're the Dungeons and Dragons equivalent of a guy who writes happy birthday, beautiful, on a woman he's never met profile picture. <laughs> and the only place you belong in d d is a level one dungeon being beaten by inexperienced players for scrub experience. <laughs> All right, Tom, got a special request for you to roast somebody named Haley's ex-best friend. Um, Do it like your marriage depends on it.
4: All right, I'm going to give this a whirl. I want to make sure I do it right because I do like having sex with my wife, so I don't want to fuck this up. I'm going to make sure to skip the usual hyperbole now, and I'm only going to say things that I know are true. So, Dorian, here are a few things that I know to be true. First, people almost always find and gravitate toward people that are like them. And there's a reason you're surrounded in your life by uneducated losers, despite having a degree from the Ivy League. And that's because you think that deep down you are a loser, too. But that's not true, Dorian, because it's not deep down where you're the loser. You're a loser right up on top, <laughs> on the surface. And they can see it. And you can, too. And it's why you hate yourself. Because you know that you deserve it. You deserve it all. You know it, and you're a coward for not at least admitting it and craving for not changing anything to make it better. And your life is a shell game of empty bullshit and put upon mean spirit. It is meant to cover the parts of you that have always hurt and that you won't fix because you're lazy about yourself. This is why in the dark moments of the night when you have nothing in your life but the hollow scorecard of imagined rights and wrongs to fill the vast, endless (laughs) void inside of you, you wonder if you will ever be good enough or pretty enough or smart enough. And it's because the answer is no, you won't. You will never be enough. You will always feel like this and it will never get better and it will always be your fault. And the loneliness you feel no matter who surrounds you, that is exactly and perfectly What you deserve. (laughs) Jesus. Hey, uh,
3: fun fact. (laughs) Uh, that is why when Ethan donated for us to roast each other's wives, <laughs> I deleted his fucking email. Wait, 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 wait. How much did he donate? Uh, not all the money in the world, Heath, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. Get you next year, bud. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right, this Cowards. one is for all of us. Uh, Travi tossed in 500 bones for us to roast his girlfriend's family, so... <laughs>
0: I don't know which one this was. <laughs> it was the fat one. <laughs> the facial hair perfectly outlines the first of his many chins. It's great. He That's had to amazing. choose. You can see uh, him
3: having to choose
0: which chin to outline.
6: Like <laughs> he's like he's shaving. He's like, which? Twitch shit. Is it,
1: does it give it more of a 3D effect if I do the first one or
6: the <laughs>
2: second one? Boy, I bottom.
1: fucked it up. I gotta switch. I gotta push it in now. I gotta move them. Uh, <laughs> can you move him? Who's I gotta line it up. Tape? With some gaffer's tape, I could look like a real boy. Well, <laughs> give me a T-square. Well, no, it would need that's <laughs> not back with the jaws of life just so he can get in there. To- <laughs>
4: anyway. Mark, buddy, I know guys like you, man. You're a your diamond does. And I know you so well, I'm gonna go ahead and describe for you exactly how this all ends to keep you. Keep you entertained. What you don't understand, what guys like you never understand is that anything that can be bought is always cheap. And so when your fake, shitty, plastic wife gets tired of you resting your massive gut on the cellulite of her ass long enough for you to grunt three bored spurts of dead sperm into her, she's taking your (laughs) shitty, ungrateful kids and selling herself to the next sucker dumb enough to put up with her because she, like everyone else, will use you until your fat, plump husk. And nobody ever loved you. Jesus,
1: <laughs> three
6: spurts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do you guys have three?
6: All right, Jesus, Christ. I got assigned to Chris here. Chris works from home. <laughs> you can tell by how kempt <sighs> he isn't. Um, he's also the one that takes care of his their seventy eight year old father with dementia. So you know. Hard life of cleaning up after a person who shits himself constantly, sleeps all the time, and can't do anything useful to society. And then when he's done with all that, he still has to take care of a 78-year-old with dementia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, I I got Tim. Uh, Hey, Tim, I was going to roast you,
3: but like the rest of your family, I forgot you. (laughs) All right. <laughs> buddy, you always mean this has gotten you, you always complain about having middle child syndrome but you have middle of nowhere syndrome buddy you're, you're the rest stop of humans
1: and you should be grateful that your family ignores you no, this is my that's so mean alright I got dad uh, dad looks like Walter White if instead of a drug empire Breaking Bad was about uh, absolutely nothing <laughs> He looks like plain vanilla ice cream fucked the Dodge Stratus It's so boring
4: Missionary style The ice cream
1: fuck the Stratus
4: missionary style
1: I'm already bored just talking about him for
4: like 15 seconds That was the worst Alright gentlemen Are you ready for one last Oh Oh Cecil so you do care buddy Thank you Merry Christmas, buddy. Oh, (laughs) right in the feeling spots. No, I still have those. All right. This final round is a big shout out to all the politicians of the midterms who really gave our fundraiser a boost with just how damn roastable they are. So, gentlemen, I will deliver the name. You deliver the special sauce. Are you guys ready? Ready to go. Ready? All right. Big. I don't know what that sound is. Big thanks to Magic Tapeworm, Heather, Deanna, Michael, Kyle, Diana, again. (laughs) Diana, Diana, I don't know. Matthew, William, David, Eric, and Joseph go after Congressman Jeff Fortenberry. Uh,
3: okay, uh, I'll get this one. Uh, Jeff Fortenberry looks like he's going undercover as his grandpa so he can rape people in an old folks' home. <laughs> oh <my God.
4: laughs> Jesus. All right, uh, moving away from that quickly, Congressman Mark Green. Okay, Mark Green in Congress
6: is the worst idea since candy cigarettes. <laughs> All right, he's the asshole who decried welfare because it decreased poor people's reliance on God and then won because Marsha Blackburn had a vagina. He's also taken a firm stance against evolution, both the theory and the practice, and he looks like like if cholesterol had a spokesperson. <laughs> Uh, All right, Cecil, Congressman Mark Walker.
0: Look, Mark Walker, the only reason you were calling women eye candy is because they made you stop calling black
4: people cotton candy. Oh, (laughs) oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go after uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. I'll I'll go ahead and take this up, Benjamin, very simply, buddy, if all... (laughs) Jesus Christ.
6: Christ. All
1: right, we'll
3: just take that one out. Tom didn't do one, everybody. (laughs) Holy oh, crazy,
1: shit. crazy
0: Tom not, not doing his work, everybody. <laughs> that one, we're missing that one. Holy shit!
4: All right, oh, and he's,
0: it's just gonna be Benjamin Netanyahu and then just one long <laughs> beep <laughs> until it's over. I said, if, guys, guys, if guys, back. you missed a great run. <laughs> oh, okay.
4: Everyone at home, it's fun. Oh, all right, Betsy DeVos, Heath.
1: Uh, okay, uh, Betsy DeVos looks like. Ann Coulter got put out to stud. (laughs) Cecil, Bob Catter. How does it feel to be
0: Queensland's Ahmadinejad? No gay people in Queensland? It's called fucking Queensland, man. What the fuck? They should have a fucking pilgrimage there, for Christ's
5: sake.
4: All right. Noah Bridgeport, Connecticut Mayor Joe Gainham. Oh, this is so easy. This is the guy who ran for governor
6: by arguing that he was so damn trustworthy that when he was serving his nine years on 15 felony extortion (laughs) convictions, they made him a trustee. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the right word there, trust. Oh, God, even this guy's hairline doesn't want to be seen with him anymore. Seriously, it's receding so fast the French military has given it shit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we need one for Greg Abbott. I'll take Greg. Uh, Greg Abbott is the governor of Texas. Unironically and on purpose. <laughs> so, Greg Abbott should secede not Texas. Just Greg. Bye. <laughs> Go ahead. That's yours now. All right, uh, Heath Nigel Farage. Oh, okay. This is fun.
1: Uh, Nigel Farage looks like a a lung tumor with bad teeth. Root teeth, and they're bad. <laughs> It's like Mr. Bean got all the diseases from smoking at once somehow. <laughs> Packs of cigarettes should just have a picture of Nigel Farage on the side as a warning. Honestly. And uh, actually, referendum ballots, too, if we're
4: naming stuff that needs a warning in the UK. Idiots. All right, and finally, Eli, Sarah would like you to roast Sarah Huckabee Sanders as Marky Mark. Oh, uh, okay, here we go. Um, hey, fucking Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I find you fucking
3: beautiful. The way your makeup makes you look like you're covering up spousal abuse gives me a hard on I could club a Chinese guy unconscious with. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, if you ever come by town, call me on my strangely old cell phone. I will take you out for salty, lukewarm chowder and I will finger you in the back of my car until I count to 31,000 and then I'll make you give me a hand job till we both give up and agree to get married. (laughs)
4: You are a jewel You are a jewel in America's crown, Sarah (sighs) Okay, before we wrap up We should thank Dave Uh, We should (laughs) thank Dave and Hunter Who re-donated Both of whom gave us a thousand bucks Devin, who gave us $220 Along with Sandra, Kevin, and David All of whom donated for us to roast Whoever we want So gentlemen, (coughs) dealer's choice And by the way, Sandra asked that Heath Use at least two puns Oh, lovely.
1: Okay, anybody I want? Great. I'm going to start with Sandra, who's a reductionist <laughs> asshole and wants to define me with fucking puns. It's <laughs> like my closest friends and coworkers do all the time. It's fucking great. <laughs> love putting a whole bunch of effort in my work and then dying a little bit inside on a regular basis. happens all the fucking time. But apparently that's my role, so here we go. Lovely. I, love I put on you. my makeup and my soft shoes and do the only thing I'm musical for. <laughs> Minstrel, more like... Double chinstrel. I'm fat. First pun. Check. Great. <laughs> Nicely
0: done. And uh, now
1: circling back to Betsy DeVos, who is going to be my other target. She looks like a retired horse joined a segregated yacht club.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: seaward biscuit. Two
3: puns. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I just want to point out, Heath took mine. I also wanted to roast Heath. Not fair. Um, And I went through three drafts of this. Three drafts of this that were rejected. Uh, So here we go. Um... <laughs> I saw Uh, two of those. Yeah, I I settled on the safe one because you all were going to tweet. Oh, you're such a coward. (laughs) You're not. What? Nope, not doing. Unbelievable. You were going to (laughs) do. Nope. That's fine. Neither uh, of them. <laughs> we're doing Jersey drivers, everybody. Strap the in. The first Hard two were black people. I love that Eli's going to make fun of someone else's
1: driving. driving. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey, he lives in Jersey. Yeah. Hey. Jersey people drive like this. This is, this is groundbreaking material. Go. <laughs> hey.
4: you, uh, <laughs> you ever fly in an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> the food is terrible. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Have you seen <laughs> this? That's you
5: so
3: you guys can story. get the. In. It's all in the drafts. You go ahead and use my old stuff. Enjoy it. <laughs> have all my Facebook messages. <laughs> Eli, I have always considered you to be an ally until today when I. <laughs> no. Jersey drivers. Here we go, everybody. You sure you don't want to do be trans people because you yeah. have him. <laughs> Didn't have all trans people in there for the record. (laughs) Just a couple of them. All right. Uh, Hey. (laughs) Hey, Derby drivers. I know you can turn right on red, but I am going straight. Or when I'm second in line, what? power do you think I have that your honk might awaken? Oh, that's right. I can transport me and two other cars through this solid material of this minivan in front of me. Because someone honked at me 0. .0003 seconds after the light turned green. Jersey drivers. What the fuck is your hurry? We live in New Jersey. It's the official state of giving up on your dreams. None of us have anywhere to be ever again. That's why we live here.
1: Uh, All right, I'm going to go next.
0: I wasn't sure what I wanted to roast, but then I went to the drive-thru and they gave me the wrong soda. And I remembered how much I fucking hate Dr. Pepper. <laughs> getting Dr. Pepper, getting Dr. Pepper by accident is like walking into tucking tuck in your kid only to find out they had a crib death. <laughs> It's, it's it's named it's named Dr. Pepper because it tastes like something that was mopped off of someone else's brow during surgery. Some soda. Awesome. It tastes like it tastes
4: like someone dyed a cigarette out in a maraschino cherry. <laughs> this was hard. This was I'm so full of indignation. Anyone I want, very hard to choose, hard to choose. So I'm gonna go with uh, what I hate most. Noah <laughs> <laughs> Noah, Noah, you work too hard, buddy You do, you work too hard and you care too much You can barely eat or sleep or take care of yourself Because you're so foolishly invested In trying to invent in your mind And through your words a world that we don't deserve A world better than the one that we have A world where your diatribes aren't needed And where a man can be called a misanthrope Because he can't stop seeing the world clearly long enough To not care and just be selfish It's all too much, Noah That none of it for you is a play to the microphone Or a hyperbolic comedy act It's just too much that you really still care this much about right and wrong, even in the face of the dead-eyed cynical pragmatism that the rest of us hope to exploit long enough to get ours, get rich, and get off. You have to stop it, Noah. Sell out at least a little because we can't live up to all this. Oh, and you're skinny, you smell like an ashtray, and you're going to die from tooth decay. Dibs. Dibs.
6: Dibs. Just way. for the All record, you, everybody. To, to be fair, I was already barely eating or sleeping or taking care of myself before I started giving her shit. About <laughs> humanity. All right, so I'm going to use this opportunity quick before the tooth decay gets me. Um, to roast the greatest scourge in American culture since reality television, quite possibly the worst human that we have, and I'm talking, of course about the guy from those fucking Chevy commercials with the clipboard and the beard where the room turns out to be surprisingly deep (laughs) oh, look, it goes even further. Look, dude, there's deadpan and then there's a clinical absence of personality and your personality must have been abducted and fucked to death by a deranged Catholic priest in 1998 and your parents didn't have the heart to tell you anything but that it went to live in a farm-up (laughs) state. Oh, shit. Fuck you and your douchey millennial dad beard. If I ever drive a Chevy, it
4: will be to grind you beneath <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. And that is going to do it for Vulgarity for Charity 2018. Thanks uh, to everybody uh, who told Tom, Tom. What, do you, have a, do you have a musical number plan? Another one musical? Uh, number no, number? no. I,
3: I asked Anna and she used the term literally kill you a lot. So no, I do not have a song
1: for this. Uh, the end of the whole thing. Oh. Okay, you going to invite some more characters on to hurt my feelings? You got, you got my high school girlfriend somewhere to talk about my dick? My parents? Where's my parents? <laughs> no, no, not that either. Um,
3: your parents couldn't make it. Uh, I thought <laughs> I would read an email we got. This
1: didn't make it. Yeah, I thought we... TikTok. I thought, <laughs> TikTok. thought, yeah. I, <laughs> I,
3: thought I would read... i call
1: later.
6: Thought I would read a, a real email we got uh, during this uh, fundraiser. Uh, all right. But so, okay. A little behind the scenes here. Eli has just written, I'm going to read something here in brackets. And then he rest- left all the rest of the notes blank. So we have no idea what's coming and we're a little terrified. No, I don't no, care. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not nope.
0: I'm not even remotely terrified. I'm the editor <laughs> on this. I'm the editor. I'm okay. the editor. <laughs> I have final control over everything. Not right. terrified.
3: <laughs> so this email came from Derek. It came on November 11th and he has given me permission to read it. Uh Dear skating atheists and cogdis crew Two years ago, my brother lost his job due to a medical emergency, and very quickly, my family and I found ourselves on modest needs. We were listed on the website with very little progress for about a month and a half when, overnight, our project was fully funded. I did some digging and some Googling, and lo and behold, I found out this group of atheists were in the middle of a charity drive, and my family and I had just gotten lucky. Looking back at the time, I guess I was an atheist, but unwilling to admit it for precisely the reason that I associated atheism with useless online fighting and feeling smug about a fairly unimportant question. So I started listening to your shows, mainly out of curiosity, and discovered a whole world I never knew existed. An online family, new friends, and at the core of it, a group of people who had saved my family. I don't have much to give this year. Things still aren't great, but they're better because of you. Because of the good you and your listeners do. So thank you. Thank you and your listeners.
6: Glory hole motherfuckers. I love that even on a note like that, it ends with glory hole
5: motherfuckers.
6: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Perfectly encapsulates teach what us. we do. See
3: you next year, everybody.
6: Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for
4: having us. <clears throat> or no. Join, yes. you? yeah, this is yeah. our show. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> We're all one show now. This is the time you
6: don't know what's happening, Tom. We're no. all on
3: cognizant. I was here for it. <laughs> We're united. I'm so happy.
0: So we want to thank the guys from Scathing Atheist Skeptocrat, God-Awful Movies, and Citation Needed Best for joining show out us there. today. Um, Noah Heath and Eli for coming on the show, uh, helping. Raise uh you know they did uh there was a lion's share of the work that was done by Eli this time tons of work that was done by him to in order to process everything to get everything put together but uh but we wound up raising a ton of money over a hundred thousand dollars for modest needs. We couldn't be prouder to work with them and uh and we're so happy we can't wait for next year we're we're super excited, we have plans for next year to make it even better so um, so pay attention next year, save up your pennies until November because we are gonna have another one of these next year for shiz. Um, and we are going to be super excited about it. We want to thank them for coming on though. And we want to thank everybody who donated to modest needs, uh, for vulgarity charity for making it the the very best and biggest vulgarity for charity yet. Um, that is going to wrap it up, uh, for this week. Um, next week, we're going to have a, uh, sort of a long form show that's coming out. Um, it's going to be on, uh, social media. Uh, so check that one out. Um, it's, uh, It's a little different than what we do. We're not covering a bunch of stories, so check it out. Um, It's going to be releasing next week, and then we'll have a brand new show coming out the following week when we're actually recording on a regular schedule in a near uh, near to the news date sort of (laughs) schedule. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the
4: Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit.